Hi, friends. Welcome back. Welcome back to Wish Wish You Love Podcast. Podcast. I'm Marilyn. And I'm Jasmine. And we are so excited for you guys to be here in another episode. And we just want to thank you guys for being here and be sure to follow us on all our socials at Wish You Love Pod and stream us wherever you listen to your podcasts like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, wherever you like to listen to podcasts, you can find us there. For anyone new uh, that's just tuning in, uh, we hope that you enjoy this episode. If you do, make sure to follow us, make sure to uh, comment and check out all of our other episodes that we have posted as well. And yeah, so much love and gratitude to you all uh, for your continuous amount of love and support. Yes, thank you for always listening to us and, you know, be part of the podcast too. You know, comment on our Instagram Fill out the Google form if you feel. Mm-hmm. All right. So Jasmine is going to start us off today in our episode question for the universe. So the question is describe one or two significant life events that have helped shape you into who you are today. Oh my gosh. This is a really good question to reflect on anyone listening at home. If you're able to now, if not do it later, uh, make sure you pull out a piece of paper, journal, and, um, answer this prompt because it's a really good one um and then hopefully you get inspired or learn something from uh, what Marilyn and I say today but um all right I think the beauty of this question is that no matter what age you're in or or what age you are or where you're at in life right now we've all gone through significant life moments right and that could even go back to like when you were a child um So I think it's super awesome to just kind of go back and reflect of what are those moments that have shaped me to who, to where and who I am today. And so for me, the first two that popped into my head, uh, was number one, my time as a college student. Um, and then number two, the relationship that I have with Angel, um, my boyfriend, for those of you guys that are new, I know I've always usually talk about him but for those of you guys that are new you'll hear me say angel and that is uh just such a special person and part of my life but I'll start off with college um I think I've talked about this in previous episodes as well but college is just such a huge huge chapter in my life those four years truly shaped me and helped me into who I am today um I got to meet a lot of people, I was um, an undergrad, I, you know, joined a sorority, I joined a business organization, I met a lot of people, I learned a lot from the courses that I took. And ultimately, during my time as a college student, I really learned that I can do anything that I want to do in life. Um, and that it really is all about time management, um, effort, and just having that drive to do so. And so, you know, when I was in college, I was working two part-time jobs. I was a full-time student. I was part of a sorority, which if any of you guys have been a part of a sorority or don't really know much of it, it consists of a lot. It's pretty much as if it was another full-time job, if not class. There was a lot of like requirements that had to be met, you know, weekly meetings, um, 
roles and responsibilities, etc. But nonetheless, you know, during those four years, I went through a lot. You know, I was literally up every day, um, 6 a.m. or earlier, and I wouldn't go to sleep till midnight or past that. And um, now that my life has a little slowed down, still busy, I like to stay busy, I'm a busy bee, but now that my life has slowed down differently, it's a different type of timing and ways of me incorporating my time. I realized like, wow, Jasmine, you really did all of that, which means I learned how to time manage. I learned how to incorporate those skills that has continued to lead me to where I'm at right now. And I think that just played like a huge, that that was just an event that played like a huge part to where I'm at today and why I'm doing all of, you know, where I'm at. I think that that is super powerful and I do constantly like tell people that school is not just about like your major. Obviously, Mm -hmm. it's a big part, your major and what you're studying for, but school teaches you so much, you know, Mm -hmm. for the outside world, which people don't know that, but Mm -hmm. usually those people haven't experienced it yet. But school really does prepare you for life because you're put in these situations such as Jasmine has said that she has been put in um, that help you when you go into, quote unquote, the real world, you know, of, you know, like you said, learning how to manage your time. There's no way like you can juggle all your classes and not manage your time and if you do usually you're stressing out last minute Mm -hmm. yeah and it really does teach you like those responsibilities and deadlines and just things that you could take into the real world and that's why I love that you kind of summarize and made me realize about what I was saying right now like yeah like I learned time management right super crucial I don't know how or how I did it, but I was able to fill in, you know, my, my jobs, my, um, my schoolwork, my social life, social life, my requirements in my sorority, my Mm -hmm. everything. And now it made me gain those skills to where now like at work, I'm like, sign me up. I could do this. I could do that. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm really good at it. Like I can time manage. Um, I learned, you know, like I said, deadlines, like life is all about deadlines like you you have deadlines you have requirements that you have to fill and college really made me realize and learn that you know don't wait for tomorrow when you could do it today like let's get it done you know let's let's that is a great way to think (laughs) till tomorrow when you could do it today that's great yeah i do that too like um like i usually finish assignments um before the due date because it's like if i have time let me do it because what if you get another assignment last minute then you're like oh dang i have two papers to write it's Mm -hmm. like better to get it done as soon as possible like then later yeah don't procrastinate yeah um i think even like when you go to college you're dealing with a lot of people right right? different professors different personalities styles Mm -hmm. yeah uh that's including your professors that's including your your um schoolmates right Mm -hmm. that you're placed in projects sometimes right Mm -hmm. you don't even know how they work or who they are Mm -hmm. um sorority sisters right i've dealt with a number amount of female hormones (laughs) (laughs) we're different right everyone is just so different and i think 
even that, like that all helped me to where my career right now in human resources, mm-hmm. I'm now essentially doing the same thing. I'm dealing with a lot of different mm. employees. So you think that your sorority as well has helped you in your life now because you yeah. dealt with so many personalities yeah. and now you know how to deal with it. Cause that's really hard to deal with people that you're not like vibing well, but you have to, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's really hard. Yeah. And, and trust me, it's still a learning process. Right. I'm still sometimes where I'm like, Oh my gosh, like she works like this and I can't, but can't it's like, it. I have to learn yeah. to do that and remember like mm. if I could handle that in college and that, you know, I did all of that. I can, I can do that now. It makes me think of um, my friend Chris. Shout out, Chris, if you're listening to this. Uh, Christopher. We um, <laughs> we had a project together. And I'm very much one of those students where I like doing my stuff my way because I know I'm going to get it done. I know my PowerPoint's going to be really cute. I know I'm going to get that A. I'm like that student. <laughs> so the professor was like, oh, Christopher, you can work with somebody if you'd like, if you don't want to do it on your own. And then he looked at me. He's like, I'll do it with Marilyn. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, wait, what do you mean? And he's my, I called him my master's best friend because we were really close during the master's. And we're total opposites, right? I would text Christopher like, hey, did you get your, he only had one slide <laughs> to do. And I was like, hey, did you get it done? He's like, oh, I'm going to. I'm like, hey, did you finish the slide? I see that it's not done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, did you listen to the podcast? Because it was about a podcast. And then, yeah, I was just like really on top of him. And then when we went up to present, I was like, do you want to like talk in every other slide? You know, just so, you know, so you can. He's like, no, nah, I'll do the one slide. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. And that was really hard for me to let go of control because I like things a certain way. Because I was like, I want you to finish it before so I can fix it. <laughs> Oh that my gosh, Marilyn! I, <laughs> I just wanted it to be like cute and like, oh, that's horrible. I'm so sorry. But it's so true, Chris. Love you. And he knows because we've already, he experienced it. Yeah. He's like, Marilyn, I will get it done. I'm like, when? Let's yeah. do it tomorrow. <laughs> we are going to present tomorrow. We didn't even practice. Yeah. Yeah. So it's hard working with people that are really different from you, even when they're really cool people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why I thought of that stuff. <laughs> I forget why, but yeah. I mean, but overall, I think just the fact is college helped me with that. And, oh, yeah. and, and I'm Circling able back. to... <laughs> Let's circle back to why we started talking about this. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. Um yeah, those are just all skills. And like I said, a significant moment in my life where I really just, I feel like I just really thrived. I learned, I um, got to meet so many cool people and learn different things from them. And so it shaped me into where I'm at today. And um, yeah, I just take those skills with me in my career now where it's like, okay, I still have the social part. Um I make it social. I go to, like I mentioned, I go to different departments. I kind of build those relationships. Like I'll go to IT, no problem, hands down. Like I'll just go walk in there and say hi to Mm. my friends in there. Um, I'll go to accounting that has, that's number world and I'm in HR and Mm -hmm. I still go over there and I like, you know, talk to those people. So yeah, a huge life um, moment for me was definitely college, my college experience and all the the skills that I've gained there. 
Um, and then I want to say the other significant life moment that um, shaped has shaped me and continues to shape me is, of course, my relationship with Angel. Um, he is one of the biggest blessings of my life. I've never, it sounds really cheesy, but the amount of like love mm-hmm. that I have, and it's not just like, oh, like, kiss 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 like i'm i'm saying like like as a friendship like above all and like as a relationship that we formed like this relationship has really taught me so many things and has made me realize you know number one like this is what it feels like to be loved Mm. to really practice you know the patience the kindness the you know understanding each other's likes and dislikes and flaws and helping each other with that you know angel has really shown me and i now can try to practice this in my life with the whole being present you know finding ways that are not school work or you know responsibility things and more just fun ways to like express what i like and you know, I have mentioned before, like I go on my hot girl walks now, you know, that's something that I enjoy doing. I started this podcast with Marilyn um, because he just continues to encourage me to just find that, that outlet of just creativity and not just something fun that makes mm. me feel good and that I love to do. And I don't think I would have found that if it wasn't for him mm. continuing to remind me and help me and, you know. Sit, sit down with me and be like okay well what if you try this or why don't you try that or I encourage you to do this podcast like hey like right you know all of that and so he this relationship that God I'm forever grateful for really placed into my life and that I continue to learn and grow from like it, it has really shaped me into being a little bit different in the way that I think and that's what a relationship's supposed to do so that's beautiful that you have that mm-hmm. I love that. yeah I'm thinking right now even like when I talk to my friends like the way I react to certain scenarios or things like if it wasn't for him it'd be different you know mm-hmm. I've like like for example for anyone watching this that has gone through this before like receiving those messages like you're like they're just negative right from mm-hmm. maybe from like a past person or someone just testing the buttons or trying to see and you know normal me would be like oh my gosh I need to respond back or something you know and Angel has taught me by you responding by you even opening the message and letting them see that it says seen you're just putting in energy to something that doesn't need that energy like just swipe and delete or just leave it as if you never received it And I've learned to practice that now. I receive messages and stuff where I'm like, why? And then I'm like, you know what? Angel's right. I'm not even going to give them the satisfaction or the energy of it being known that I saw it or that I read it or that I'm replying to it. It's just, it's as if I never received it. There's no energy needed to be placed there. No, yeah. I mean, block, (laughs) unread, (laughs) delete. Like, those are so important. Those boundaries. Mm -hmm. It's good. Yeah. I think something my mom always tells me is she, she, well, she says it very loudly. She's like, stop explaining yourself. They don't need Mm. you to explain anything. You don't, they don't, you don't owe them anything. And that's seriously the same thing. Like, they don't, you don't owe them a response. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to say anything. And I've been practicing that, you know, like, 
you know, one of my family members was yelling at me like two days ago. And I was like, you know what? I'm hanging up on you because I'm not going to be yelled at. Mm-hmm. So the last thing I need right now is you, of all people, to yell at me. Mm-hmm. Click. <laughs> I don't care who you are. What the? <laughs> I'm kind of a point in my life. It's like, if you're yelling at me, like, who are you? Yeah. Like, honestly, I don't care if you're my grandma, my mom, my dad, and you're yelling at me. Mm-hmm. Like, I am 25 years old now. Like, there is no reason for you to raise your voice at me. Yeah. No reason. Yeah. Like, no reason. And I don't like that at all. Like for people to think that they have, they can say whatever they want to you. Mm-hmm. It's not okay. Yeah. You know, even if it's in a message, like they sent you, like the fact that they're sending you that, the audacity, the mm-hmm. fact that you think you have the privilege to talk to me like that. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. And it's just, you know, I've always been such a people pleaser. Me too. So it's hard. Yes. Like, like I said, before meeting Angel, I would be like, oh, let me just heart it you know I, mm. I feel bad or oh, i'll just let him follow me or her like it's it's fine like i'll just let it and now it's like angel has taught me that like no like don't put the energy in it don't open the message mm. don't you don't even have to respond negatively to it like just leave it as is as if you never saw it you know right like i've told him before or i've told him like situations and i'm like should i block him like that'll be a move and he's like no just leave it he can be on pending it right. does it as if you never, you never you accepted, even, you never denied, he's just there. Yeah. Or she's just there. Or, yeah. So, yeah, that's so true. Those are the two moments where I'm forever grateful for college being the chapter that has ended already, but that I gained so much and that I'm forever take going on with you. to take on. And then now this relationship that I have that I'm just excited because I feel like I'm hoping it only gets better. Mm, I love that. <laughs> and continues to grow and we continue to teach each other new things. You know what song just came up in my head when I heard you talking? What? It's a, it's a Disney song. It was for the first time yeah. in forever. <laughs> Not anyway. frozen. Yeah. <laughs> I could see her like meeting, meeting Angel like, for the first time <laughs> in forever. Yeah. No. Aww. Such a huge blessing. Yeah, that's always beautiful when you find your person, your lobster, your person. Mm. All right. So I did want to say a little. um, So before we get into how I answered this question, I kind of wish we ended on you, but it's okay. We'll do a little fun thing at the end. (laughs) Because mine is actually really um, dark. So I do want to do a disclaimer. Um. But we'll get into that right now. So I'll read the question again before we get into the story. Describe one or two significant life events that have helped shape you into the person you who you are today. So um, I just want to do a trigger warning before getting into this story because it involves suicide, depression, self-harming, and panic attacks. So if you feel like you're you can't listen to that sort of thing, then um, probably best to click out now in the podcast. It's okay. Um, but if you have or are going through those things and you still want to hear, you're safe to be here. Okay. I also wanted to let you guys know that if you guys struggle with any of this and need to talk to someone, to please call the suicide hotline, which is 988 on your phone. Just 988. 
Remember that you are not alone and that there is a light at the end of what seems like a never-ending tunnel. So another disclaimer, if I have any family members listening to this episode, um, please don't message me. (laughs) That sounds so horrible. Don't message me about this, okay? (laughs) Because uh, what I'm about to say is... It's, it's a long time ago and I, I don't, I don't talk about this often, but I felt like it was something important to talk about on the pod. And honestly, this is my answer for the question. So don't message me. I don't want to hear what you have to say. I'm so sorry. But it's like, that's my no, boundary. No, no, like, no. I don't want to hear and who, who's that, For whoever's listening who maybe knows Marilyn personally, right. like this should be your safe space as well. Exactly. To be able Period. to answer this, Period. say how you feel, react how you feel. Right. And respect that boundary to be exactly. like, okay, we heard it. Yeah. And that's that. that yeah. This is her way of just sharing it. And yeah. Yeah. Because I don't want to talk about it again after this. Like, I, yeah. I, this actually, I haven't talked about this, but we'll get into this, right? So when thinking about this question, I did not know where to go with this. Do I talk about my accomplishments and how they continuously motivate me? I wasn't quite sure, but that is when it hit me. There were two events in my life that changed me completely. This story will be very spiritual. In no way am I preaching, Um, but this is my story, and this is what I went through. We will first begin with the day that I was saved. I did not have an easy upbringing, and sadly, many events have left me traumatized, and I am still working through those traumas as an adult. With all of this, I became very depressed and suicidal. I was in seventh grade when these feelings arose, and sadly, I self-harmed a lot. I felt like I didn't have a purpose here, that it was a mistake, and it would be better if I was gone. I haven't really talked about this since it happened, but here I am. I was in my room, and I just wanted it to be done. I felt that I could finally achieve peace if I just went. As I grabbed the knife, I felt God hugging me. I kid you not, I felt a beautiful warmth that I've never felt in my life. And at this point, my parents found out I was self-harming and all seemed hopeless to me at that little age. And with that, my tia had introduced me to Jesus. However, I wasn't quite saved yet. And when I felt that warmth on that day, I knew it was him. I knew that everything would be okay and that I was loved. I know this sounds weird and unbelievable, but that is what happened and what I felt. After that, I began going to therapy, which luckily my mom helped me with. Because I know like a lot of parents don't believe in therapy, Mm -hmm. but luckily like my mom did. And that really, really helped me. Uh, And church. I went to church like multiple times a week. From that day on, I was saved. I knew that no matter how sad or how hopeless life could be, I would never take my own life and hurt myself. From then on, I swear, I have never had that thought pass through my mind. I have a strong relationship with God, and I feel that through everything, my faith keeps me going. Without Him, I would have been gone 12 years now. That day shaped my faith and ultimately my life. So that was my first significant life event. We'll get into that next one. (laughs) The second life event goes along with the first, and it happened 10 years later. From the moment I was saved, 
I have been a generally happy person and didn't struggle with depression. However, after 10 long years, it came back. I talk about my dog, Mickey, a lot, but the day he passed, I fell into a deep depression. And once again, if I get emotional, I'm sorry. I hate getting emotional, but the second story, obviously, like that's why I was saying, like the first one, it's it doesn't matter to me anymore. Like it doesn't hurt me anymore because I'm not there. But the second one, it hits home more because it was so recent and I'm still like working through it. <clears throat> I talk about my dog Mickey a lot, but the day he passed, I fell into a deep depression. Every depression looks a little different, but mine this time around was nonstop crying, hyperventilating, couldn't get out of bed. Most days I struggled just to shower or change. I couldn't find happiness in the things that made me most happy. Absolutely nothing could make me happy. Not singing, which was very scary because singing has always made me happy, but singing didn't. Not going for a walk. Not going to Disneyland or watching a Disney movie. Everything reminded me of him. I was a complete mess. I had not dealt with depression in so long, and thankfully, I have an amazing therapist, but I didn't know what to do. Slowly, I overcame my depression, and thankfully, I'm okay now. Not only dealing with his death, I was as well in a horribly toxic household, and that made everything worse, obviously. And sorry if you're on YouTube and you see the flashing. It's, um, <laughs> I would like to think it's Mickey, but it's our ring camera. I mean, our ring light. All right, we're back. <laughs> I w it was funny because my, our ring light started flashing. And I feel like it is Mickey because our portable, like, charger where we, like, plug it in, it was charged for hours, actually days, and it should have lasted much longer so but we changed it so um I'm gonna backtrack a little bit everything reminded me of him and his absence I was a complete mess I hadn't dealt with depression in so long and thankfully I have a ma an amazing therapist but I didn't know what to do slowly I overcame my depression and thankfully I'm okay now not only dealing with his death I was in a horribly toxic household and that made everything worse obviously but let me tell you, when my baby left me, you could not tell me anything. I had it like his passing made me like emotionally free. I had nothing left to lose, or at least that's how I felt. With his passing came learning how to put my boundaries up. I'm really good at that now. Learning how to live by myself. Learning how to detach and learning how to live all over again. With these two life events, I can honestly say it like changed everything about me and how I live. I'm sorry that this was like a sad story, but sometimes life is dark. I know that so many people out there have went through or are going through these struggles, and I think it's important to talk about it and let them know that you are not alone. I survived once, and I know you can survive this too. I think first off, thank you for sharing. I know that as human beings, sometimes it's hard to share the ugly, the dark, the non-aesthetic or pleasing <laughs> yeah. stuff in life. Yeah. Um, so I think huge, like, 
love and kudos to you for not only finally like sharing this, but like to the world, right? To mm-hmm. anyone who listens to this right. podcast, like right. you guys all, including myself, got into a glimpse of those events for Marilyn. And mm-hmm. I think that takes a lot of, you know, strength and courage and, um, just I'm thank you for sharing mm-hmm. and I hope you feel like you know like we mentioned earlier this is your safe space to share this your emotions your stories and for anyone listening I hope you guys you know feel that connection with Marilyn and respect her her story and uh, her ability to share with you guys and I hope you guys if you relate to it can you know relate to it and know that you also when you're ready and wherever you feel comfortable to share your story or your life events you can do so as well right it is um it is very it was hard to like write this out and like think am I gonna talk about this on the podcast because like I said I, I was like should I talk about two life events that positive ones that have motivated me but I feel like I've talked about that before and I was like these are honestly two that have extremely changed me you know about every part of my life and so and I know so many people like struggle with depression and and you know those thoughts and and it's like nobody wants to really talk about it really because it's hard to talk about it I know some people who are survivors have you know are very out there about it and and post about it and I guess I'm just one of those that just don't like I think so many people don't know that I went through that um but that's why that's why I was saying with the second story it was more of like dealing with depression again after all those years um never never those thoughts I've never had those thoughts again after that day I kid you not the self-harming the thoughts ended and that's why I was like, I know this sounds crazy. I know that people have a harder story of like that they still struggle, that they don't know how to like, it's just my story. And I thank God that that is my story, that that I just felt that warmth and that it ended. All of that was like, I don't need to do that. I'm loved. And I just like, you know, went through that whole thing, like finding myself like spiritually and all that stuff. But the second one, it, it was it was hard because death I feel like is hard because part of you is mad you know it's Mm -hmm. part of the anger anger is part of the stages of dealing with death but for a second I was mad at God I'm like really like and it's like death is so normal like everyone's going to die at one point but I do know that feeling of like that one person you know God that has my back and he took him so I was angry yeah for a second (laughs) and then I was sad but yeah I think I just get emotional about it just because I miss him and the the ring light didn't help Mm -hmm. the ring light flashing I was like really Mm -hmm. but I think it was him telling me like I know yeah 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 I had a dream with him last night though yeah I've been having a lot of dreams with him but yeah so that is my story. And that's why I was like, maybe Jasmine should have ended. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, no, no, no. Yeah. I think the moral of it is that even when you go through hard times, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. You know, it may feel like a long tunnel. It may last a long time, but there is light at the end and, and you will be okay. Like I can say that because I'm, I 
even though I'm, I get emotional about it, but I am okay. I'm mm-hmm. not depressed anymore, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. Yeah. And I think we've mentioned this before in the pod, but the beauty of these questions is Marilyn and I never know what we're going to say. And if you guys have caught on by now, if you guys have been listening to us from like the beginning, we interpret it and we answer it very differently, but that's okay. I think that's like the beauty of it. It's not just of like our friendship of, but in the way we respond, but it's the way you can respond to these questions as well. Like you may think of like the pretty positive ones like myself you know where I immediately thought okay college and you know my boyfriend like those moments Um, some of you may immediately think of the not so you know sunshine and pretty ones and might go into the other ones and that's okay like that at the end of the day they're all the same in the sense of their significant life moments Mm-hmm. that just have shaped you and your story, right? Everyone's story is different and we all go through different, sometimes similar, but at the end of the day, different things in our stories. And I hope that after listening to my story and my moments and Marilyn's story and her moments, that you're able to feel connected and, and know like, oh, like I I, I agree or, you know, I I. Uh, I correlate to that or I know that and whatnot. So thank you again for sharing and thank you guys for listening and And having this place be safe. You know, I really want this podcast for people to feel safe and sending their, you know, their stories that they would like us to, you know, give them advice on, you know, because sometimes there's situations like this where they're like, how can I find joy in life again? You know? And I wanted to, like, end the podcast on a light note. So I was thinking that we can talk about the holiday season, you know, because it is October. And um, uh, we're going to have actually Dia de los Muertos again in November 1st, which is um, the Day of the Dead. If you guys aren't part of Latinx culture, um, it's a day where our ancestors come back to visit us and we set their favorite food and their favorite drinks on a table with candles and beautiful flowers and stuff like that. It's so funny because I have my ofrenda on um, my little offering table. And Mickey, he is the biggest one. He's like the head of the family <laughs> and my ofrenda. And um, it's very cute. And I'm excited for the holidays of like Halloween and and setting up for Day of the Dead and, and Christmas and my birthday and New Year's and so many great things are coming up now mm-hmm. that it's finally October. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so, but since we're in October season, I did want to talk about like, what are some bucket list things that you want to do like this mm. October? I can start since I don't want to throw you on because I just, you know, I we didn't rehearse this, obviously. (laughs) But some things that I'm planning on doing is going to Oogie Boogie Bash at Disneyland um, this year. I'm going with my family. I think we're going on the 22nd, if any of you guys are listeners and want to say hi. Um, Yeah, so I'm going to Oogie Boogie Bash. And then I also want to go to um, a pumpkin patch with Jasmine. I want to do a photo shoot with her for the Mm -hmm. podcast. uh, you guys will probably see it by now, but, um, and then one more thing. Let's see. Oh, I just really want to have like a day with, 
a friend. I haven't picked up any friend if you want to do <laughs> just like a day watching like cute old Disney, um, like Disney Channel-esque Halloween movies while having pumpkin spiced drinks in my house and just enjoying the season, you know, like I really want to have one of those cozy Halloween days. Oh, also go to Harry Potter land because that is Halloween-esque. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? As you can see, she thrives. This and is your season. You're like, yes. and this, and this, and oh, and this. <laughs> oh, and this, and this. Yeah, yeah. I, I love, love that for you, though. <laughs> I love that. Um, I guess for, like, this month, some bucket lists or some things I'm excited to do, um, for sure, a pumpkin patch. Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel like Classic. a pumpkin patch is such a – it's so much fun, and it's just, like – taking the pictures, dressing Mm -hmm. up for it, Um, depending on the patch, you know, trying the different, like, foods or drinks that they offer. That's a good patch Uh, if they have food and drinks. Yeah. I've gone to some where they have, like, really, like, yummy treats. Um, I think also for me, going back to, like, the beauty and, like, ordinary moments, looking at the kids. Mm. Like, I love looking at the kids when they... Pick out their pumpkins. Pick out their pumpkins, or they're excited to... Um, raffle in their tickets, right? Mm-hmm. All the tickets that they win to get their prize, or um, even like in the petting zoo, right? With mm-hmm. all those like Piggies. little little creatures and <laughs> animals and everything of that sort. So yeah, um, yeah, pumpkin patch for sure. Um, I'm looking forward to drinking pumpkin spice lattes. Oh yeah, all season long, all season, trying all the pumpkin treats until uh, I have none left. <laughs> yes, I literally will drag Angel with me yeah. every week. Like it's Trader Joe's pumpkin time. Like let's yes. go get yes. some restock or try new things. Um, but yeah, those are the things for sure. Halloween. I'm not a huge um, like spooky Halloween person. Um, but I do like the idea of dressing up. And so I know my friends and I have started this tradition. I guess it's tradition now because they just got to me and they were really excited to do this again, but we're hoping to all get together and dress up and hang out. Um, probably get like a party bus or something. That's what we like to do. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, I know I've mentioned this before. I'm not much of like a drinker and like a party person. Um, I would say I like to do that maybe like five to eight times a year ish, Mm -hmm. like certain moments or uh, places. Uh, But in this case, it is fun. You know, like I said, just hearing my friends like reminisce last year's, like how much fun we all had and our costumes and the pictures that we took and everything. It makes me excited to now redo that again this year. Um, and yeah, thinking of like my costume already, I'm like, Ooh, like I'm going to start thinking of what to wear and, um, right. you know, drop some pounds, <laughs> oh my God. get ready for all of that. feel confident. Yeah. But like overall, I'm just excited to, I think those are the top three things that I'm like the most excited for this season and mm-hmm. fall and October. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think I didn't even mention Halloween. <laughs> I think I'm going to be in school that day, but as for my costume, I really, and I'm not going to tell you guys what it is because it's, like, not even on, like, I was going to make it, mm-hmm. but it was something regarding Harry Potter, but I don't think I could do it anymore because I'm going to Oogie Boogie Bash, so my costume definitely has to be something Disney, so mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, because if I go to Disneyland with, like, Harry Potter 
the outfit. Everyone's going to be like, side eye, like, this is Disney. Like, come on now. And I'm not going to do two costumes, so I think I have to wait another year. I'm sorry. I'm the side eye person. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> really? Sometimes I'll see people mm. go to Disney. No disrespect, okay? But no, I'm yeah, just like, I get it. they show up with, like, their minion shirts, and I'm like, girl, maybe. that's the wrong, like, theme park. No, like, <laughs> or Universal's, they'll come with their Minnie Mouse, like, ears. Yeah, I just decided. I'm like, girl, really? Yeah. You couldn't buy, like, mini ears. <laughs> <laughs> but even that doesn't even make sense because the ears are Mickey Whatever. Like, whatever. But, yeah, so I haven't picked out my costume quite yet, but I'm pretty sure maybe it's going to be something like Star Wars. I don't I don't know. Last year I was a Jedi. So we'll see. What maybe happens. if you guys have any suggestions on what we can dress up for this year. Yeah. I Well, one of our know. episodes are going to come out on Halloween. And I was thinking, I'm like, we should dress up. I know you're not like (laughs) something Halloween-esque. It doesn't have to be the costume. It could be Halloween-esque. Like, I think, yeah, something Halloween-esque. Like, you can literally wear cat ears and you're like, I'm a cat. Okay. Like, kind of like me, girls. Like, I'm a mouse. I I literally dressed up as that last year for Halloween. Fun fact. At work. It's an easy costume. I was like, what do I wear? And then I just got, like, the mouse ears. Or you can wear, like, my Minnie Mouse ears. And then you're like, I'm Minnie Mouse. If you really don't want to. No, I have my, my. Okay. But yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you so much, you guys, for creating this safe space that we feel comfortable enough to open up with you guys. And I pray that you guys will feel the same. And just remember that you guys are not alone. And um, you can always seek help at 988 if needed. And we love you guys so much. And we're praying that you guys have an amazing day today, wherever you're listening to this, going to work, going to school, whatever you're doing. Hope you guys have a great day and thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope that you guys, um, again, connect with us, comment on our videos, um, reach out to us if you guys want to connect or share a little bit more. And um, yeah, just excited to continue to get this going and share with you guys more personal stories and life moments and everything, all of the above. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And above all else, we, we wish you love. Bye, Bye friends. friends.